episode 94 of Comics and Us. I'm TJ. And I'm Chris. And I'm Lumpy. And this is the review show that reviews comics. Chronologically, kind of? Right? I think that's kind of. Yeah. Kind. yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're on our hiatus here. And as has been the tradition every time we start a hiatus, ever since Lumpy decided to go gung-ho on PSAs, we're covering a PSA. <laughs> Uh, this time, we are covering the 1984, I don't have a month, release of America Honda Presents DC Supergirl. What is American Honda? Do we know what that is? Is there like just a, was there a division of Honda that was in America? I think it's just well, Honda vehicles. I was going to say, Honda yeah. is American. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah, Honda's American. So, I'm just assuming that when they, especially back then, they were, they called themselves American Honda. Okay. Yeah. But. Anyway. So, I'm going to go through the credits real quick. The executive editor on this was Steve Warner. The cover artist was Angelo Torres. It was written by a lot of people for some reason. Oh, it was probably some of those in the um the stuff in the back. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, this was written by Joe Orlando, Barry Marks, Robert Lauren Fleming, and Andrew Heffer. Heifer? Heffer? I don't know. It was also penciled in ink by Angelo Torres. Lettered by John Constan- Constanza, and edited by Barry Marks. The, the only thing to really note, this isn't a canon. It is No, it's apparently takes place in, on Earth-32. Ah, uh, okay. So, it, and that universe is basically reserved for inconsistent stories that are inconsistent with canon. Just throw it in that universe. So Right. <laughs> it's not like anything happens that would be in canon. Well, I guess the boyfriend stuff does, but I mean there's nothing in this comic that couldn't be canon, so I don't know why, but I right. I threw it out there because that's you know what it is. Anyway You didn't mention it says in cooperation with the US Department of Transportation's National Safety Belt campaign. Well, that's because we didn't cover the cover yet, which you're going to do now since you decided ah. to bring it up. <laughs> the cover <laughs> the, it, the cover says American Honda Presents DC Comics Supergirl. It's got a little DC circle at the top. And um, there's a guy in a, a futuristic car, like under like a lake with water pouring in all the windows. And then Supergirl has a little girl in her arms. And very prominently, there's a seatbelt just flapping around like the guy didn't have it on. And Superman's watching it through a screen. Ah, I was I, I had to scroll down a little bit. Yeah, Superman's <laughs> watching it through a screen while uh, another Supergirl is laying on like a computer in front of him. Yes. And then it says what I said earlier. So before we obviously this is a PSA on seatbelt safety. Yeah. But before we get into it, you guys familiar with Supergirl? Uh, Not even I, a little bit. You, you know where I know her mostly from that show. The, oh. the what's. What's it called? The Berlaniverse or whatever it's called. Oh yeah, the Arrowverse. Yeah, and I and I definitely saw the Supergirl movie when I was younger. <laughs> that terrible <laughs> movie. Yeah, not great movie. I think that was released in 1984 too. Was it really? I think so. It was. So be- is this the same Supergirl as today? <sighs> That's such a complicated question. <laughs> <laughs> It is the same name as the Supergirl. Like, it's the one, the cousin, right? Technically, yes, but not yeah. really. This is because this is post-Crisis on Infinite Earth, so everything before Crisis on Infinite Earth got retconned out of existence. Okay. So, technically, actually, in Crisis on Infinite Earth, this version of Supergirl dies, 
and oh. doesn't come back until 2005. Oh, wow. So, and what year is Crisis on Infinite Earth? 1980. I think it's either 84 or 85. I don't remember. Okay, so she's gone for a <laughs> Yeah, she's gone for a couple of decades. But there is another version of Supergirl that comes in into in the 90s. Okay. But she's a shape-shifting alien just taking the form of Supergirl. I kind of remember that story, too. Yeah. And For she's something, dating, maybe from a cartoon or something. I don't remember. Yeah. But. And she's dating Lex Luthor and stuff in it. It's weird. Anyway, no. 90s was weird comic time. <laughs> All right, anything else to say about the cover? No, it's drawn decent. I like it. It's colorful. Lumpy, you don't have an opinion on yeah. the cover? Yeah, it's it's definitely futuristic looking. Yeah, it you almost looks in, like in a older Star comics, Wars comic or something. In older comics, when they try to go futuristic, they put a headband around kids' heads. <laughs> I don't know why they do that. It's really weird. <laughs> I don't know what that was, but something just broke over at Lumpy's house. The yeah, cat sorry. just knocked my mouse off the counter. Get out of here! All right, moving on. We open up with a message from Elizabeth Hanford Dole, the Secretary yeah. of the United States Department of Transportation. Does anyone know who she is? Mm, I do not, her. but her message is pretty uh, uh, scary, actually. <laughs> What's her message? <laughs> I know they're all looking forward to getting your driver's licenses soon, but driving a car is a big responsibility. So there are a couple of questions for you to think about. How important it is? Wait, for you to think about. How important do you feel it is to buckle up your safety belt when you get into a car? Do you think any of your friends will ever be involved in an accident? Maybe you've never thought about it, but you should. But you should. Every 10 seconds, someone is injured in a crash. And every 10 minutes, someone is killed. You can expect to be in an accident at least once in your life. If you use your safety belt, you more than double your chances of surviving. Well, I've been in five. (laughs) I don't even want to jinx it. I've been in a couple. I don't want no more. (laughs) I've been in enough myself, so. Did you see the pictures on the bottom? The pictures on the bottom? No. I wasn't. uh, Yeah. There's a bunch of scared kids staring like in a classroom at her. So she apparently was the Department of Transportation Secretary, you know, under yeah. Reagan, okay. and Bush, and Nixon. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. So, yeah, she was that. And she's apparently married to Bob Dole, or was, because he's a widow now. But I, I recognize the name, so yeah. <laughs> Dole, but I didn't know, you know, I didn't want to say, oh, yeah, that's Bob Dole. I had no idea if it was or not. Yeah, I, I didn't Bob either. Dole. I looked <laughs> I Bob Dole ran for president in like 1996, I think. It's a, it was a he was a big deal for like us for like ten minutes. Yeah, I mean, I had to actually look up her Wikipedia page to find out who she exactly was. So, right. Another question before I we dive into this comic proper. So, do you guys even wear? Do you guys not wear your seatbelts? Uh, you know what? I forget. But not when I'm dr- when I'm driving. Seatbelt. When I'm driving, I always put my seatbelt on. When I'm in a passenger seat for some reason, I always got to be reminded, hey, put your seatbelt on. I don't know why. Because when I can't, I feel naked without without it on when I'm driving. <laughs> when I'm driving, and I drive for, like, at my job, too, I definitely, I have it on at all times. So it's just weird that this was a big thing, I guess, in the 80s, that no one wanted to wear their seatbelt. Yeah, but you, it, it was weird because there wasn't even seatbelts in the back of a lot of the cars. That's true. The, the backseat didn't even have seatbelts. And nobody cared. Yeah, if you, you didn't, didn't need them belt. in the backseat. But don't forget also, those cars were made a lot better than they are now. Like, they didn't crush into a million little pieces when you got in an accident. That's true. I, I had yeah. a, I had a tank. 
Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I'm not saying you shouldn't wear your seatbelt in it, but it no. definitely you, you felt safer in those big old iron cars. <laughs> I, yeah, I just thought it was. It's just weird in this day and age, is all. It's it's so weird that when I'm, uh, it's something in my head when I get in the passenger seat, I always forget. My wife's got to say. Can you buckle your seatbelt so you shut this little uh, flash? Actually, when I get in Lumpy's car, he yells at me all the time, too. Yeah, because mine <laughs> beeps to make yeah, it go long. I always have worn my seatbelt, and I've been in too many accidents now to not wear it right. anyway. But you, you know, that might be my problem, too. I scared into wearing a seatbelt for having so many <laughs> accidents. Although, you realize same. you're probably still alive because you had it on. So. Although, the first car I ever crashed, I got thrown forward and the seatbelt broke. So was that wow. a train or something? I didn't know that. Yeah, the very first one, the uh, one your mom actually took the took me to buy it. lump. I don't know what it was. The Ford Escape. The yeah, the one. Ford Escape. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, huh? so that was seatbelt with comics and us. Yes, yes. <laughs> we here at Comics and Us are for seatbelts. We definitely we wouldn't yes, take I'm, that stand. We like seatbelts. I am, I am pro seatbelt. <laughs> yeah, we're all pro seatbelt here. So far, I don't think we've come across a PSA we haven't agreed with. <laughs> true, true. Might not have liked the story, but definitely agreed <laughs> with all of them so far. <laughs> Speaking of story, let's get into this craziness. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> All right, we open up with Supergirl flying over Amos. Uh, well, God, I was going to say flying over Metropolis, but now that I think about it, I think this might be Chicago. I think that's where she was based for a little while. But it doesn't know. matter. It doesn't matter. So I think an earthquake is happening here. That's what's happening. I think so yes, too. I'm pretty sure. It says the Earth buckles, tossing a man and machine recklessly about. It does say that. Yeah, so I'm assuming it's a seatbelt. I mean, a seatbelt, duh. It's it's a seatbelt quake. It's a seatbelt quake, yeah. (laughs) Anyway, the earthquake breaks a bridge, and a truck is about to fly off of it, so Supergirl uses her heat vision to bend the bridge upwards, so it's a ramp. How does that work? Like, is it heat magnetic vision or something? I don't know how she bent the bridge up like that. Well, she... Bent it vertically. She's looking straight down so that the metal would curl upwards. Ah, gotcha. So, yeah, so she made a ramp so he would jump to her. But it doesn't really make sense because I don't think that would have been enough to break the pillars that it was connected to. But And and it wasn't a good plan because the back door of that truck's opening and he's got flammable stuff in the back. Yeah, and I don't know why she just go lower and catch it. She said she wasn't fast enough, so she had to bring him to her or some crap. And what is in the back of this truck? Is it TNT? It, it looks like, no, I don't know what it is. It's round, like cylinders, but and That's it says highly, highly flammable. flammable which but is it doesn't TNT. have a fuse on it. When you Maybe, draw well, TNT, you put it, a fuse. He calls it a highly explosive load that he's carrying. Yeah, but maybe they didn't put the fuses in yet. Yeah, but does, does TNT, like, fall on the ground and blow up, or don't you have to light that up? Yeah, but if the truck explodes or pressure you know maybe if it hits hard enough it blows up too i don't know anyway supergirl cl- catches the um truck and the guy thanks her and i don't understand what's happening in this panel did something blow up over there yeah that the, one this- of those explos- explosives fell oh see it what? in the middle panel oh okay no, 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 uh, no. Oh, you mean in that one? Okay, I see what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm talking about yeah. the one up there. 
Because I didn't know when it was exploding. I didn't catch that the explosive fell. Yeah, they show it, like, tumbling down. But it exploded in the water? (laughs) That is kind of what it looks like. I mean, dynamite would explode in the water, but you'd have to light it first. (laughs) Right, right. Maybe it hit a rock. Maybe there was a rock. Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. It It's very confusing, this opening panel. <laughs> and so then we transition over to the explosion. And hey, the same explosion's in a comic book that this guy Steve is reading well, at his apparently job. she wasn't in Chicago because it says 1,500 miles away in a suburb of Chicago. So yes, she is based out of Chicago. I don't know where she's at 1,500 miles away from it, though. Well, maybe not in the city. Well, Chicago can be 1,500 miles. It's all, that's not super ridiculous. Eh, I guess. And if not, you're still in the same state. <laughs> true, true. Anyway. Moving along. Yeah. At a fast, at a fast <laughs> food restaurant. 1,500 miles is not, is, is from here to, like, <laughs> California. <laughs> I, I, wa- I wasn't going to argue because, no, I think it's 1,600 miles from New Jersey to Florida, so. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, it's really, that's a long, long distance. <laughs> okay, maybe it is. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know lengths, apparently. What is that? Uh, not me. <sighs> That's a cat uh, scratching a post. Lumpy's making popcorn. Yeah, it, looked, it sounds like someone was, like, churning <laughs> <He decided>, butter. <laughs> he decided to mix up some batter for a cake later while yeah. we podcast. <laughs> All right, so while the cat's churning butter, and I don't know distances, and now I'm alone because everybody muted it. No, I coughed. I was trying to do it without it being on. on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, at the fast food restaurant, this I, this guy's just reading a comic in the middle of his shift, and no one seems to care. So yeah, Steve, Steve yes. don't Steve don't work too hard, I guess. And then the manager gets a call, and it's from Linda, Supergirl. Linda is her secret identity, just so people know. Wait, but and, is, is the guy's name Steve Gordon? Is that his name? Because the glasses yeah, kid guess. calls him Steve, yeah. Steve and then the Gordon. boss calls him Gordon. Okay. Yeah, Steve Gordon. I guess. I don't know. I didn't really pay that much <laughs> attention to it. Anyway, Supergirl's telling telling Steve that she's got to cancel their gate because she's too busy right now. And yeah, it's because she's busy saving people. Yeah, and he says, Linda's always standing me up at the last minute. That's it. I'm going, I'm taking Ellen with me. So I thought it was like a new girl, like he was going to get a new girlfriend. <laughs> I think that's what they try to like allude to. <laughs> It wasn't, because the next panel shows you who it is. <laughs> nope, it's his sister, his little sister. Yeah. He's taken to the movies. And she has and- a headband in her hair, but it's in the back, so it's not futuristic yet. Just so you know. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so she's. they get in the car, and Ellen tells Steve to put on a seatbelt. He's like, I don't need a seatbelt. Look, we're not even going that fast. And then they get hit by a drunk driver. Yep. And they go, like, panel for panel, showing the accident happened. Yeah, people getting hit in the head, him screaming, Ellen. Yep. And the guy, the drunk driver, got out and it's like, I killed those kids. And then the cops are behind them, so I guess they arrested him. The, the paddle is, is horrible. There's people standing around saying, how horrible, there's a child trapped inside. Nobody could have survived that accident. There's, like, uh, glass everywhere, and the one card looks like it's on fire. It looks terrible. I thought they were dead. I thought, wow, they just killed these two freaking kids already. I mean, it's a PSA. That's kind of what they do. Yeah, yeah. But well, they went, they I went mean, all in. the way they made it look, though, like, the kids are dead. Yeah. And then the guy gets out and says, it's my fault I murdered them and all because of a few drinks. <laughs> and then they show them putting the kids into it. 
the back of the Ghostbusters car. <laughs> it does look like the Ghostbusters car. <laughs> so, and then they get taken to the hospital. A week later, Ellen seems to be fine, but Steve's in a coma. Yeah, Ellen doesn't even have a bump on her head in a week later, and, and Steve's Ellen, a mess. Ellen, because Ellen was wearing her seatbelt. Oh, yeah, but the seatbelt protected her head when that thing fell on her head? Oh, so the her head hit the steering wheel. Wait, she doesn't look like she has her seatbelt on. Her head hit the steering wheel, the steering column. Okay, so she hit her head, yeah. Does she have? I don't see a seatbelt. Maybe it's just a lap belt she got on. Yeah, it's I don't know. It's got to be a lap yeah, belt. Yeah, because who knows when, if even they have the there shoulder was... harness belts in right. 84. Yeah, so. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. Steve's in a coma. We got we got our set up for our comic here. True. <laughs> <laughs> so Linda slash Supergirl's at the hospital and she's like like visiting them. She's all sad and she's done being Supergirl because she can't even help the people she cares about. So Linda has brown hair, right? Yes. Okay, and Supergirl has blonde yeah. hair. How do they do that? Wig. There's a wig. That, okay. That confused me so bad in this comic when I first was like. <laughs> I don't understand, but then, but later you get it. But I was just like, I, I'm, I don't know who that is. But yeah, well, that's so a good she, thing. You don't know her secret identity, do you? <laughs> so she travels to another planet. It looks like <laughs> or a zoo. Yeah, yeah. But no, there's like weirdo animals too. What is that thing in the middle there? A dinosaur holding a monkey. What's the thing next to the like ostrich bird? A yeah, lizard it looks like a dinosaur. Come on, a lizard. Uh, and what are those other things? The, the brown and tan things. Well, Idiot. listen, it's definitely a different planet because the next thing there's a dinosaur. No, it's a not. Full on. It's not. It's not it's, another planet. It's the Fortress of Solitude. Yeah, it's uh, Superman's zoo. Yeah, he rescues uh, endangered species that don't have that had their planets destroyed and stuff from other planets huh. and keeps them in the a zoo yeah. in his Fortress of Solitude. That's why I was saying there was weird animals because I, I knew that they were weird animals. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was just I was just arguing for the sake of arguing. <laughs> but yeah, well, so. I don't know who this guy is anyway. So who? What guy? This guy who claims to be Superman. You mean okay. the guy who changes from regular color to purple and then back to regular color again? Do you see it in the three panels? The back of his neck is like a totally different color. I guess it's supposed to be a shadow. Why do you I not think, think? Why do you think this guy's not Superman? Who is Cal? Uh, that's his name. His name she's, is... They're Kryptonian names. He's Kal-El and she's Kara. Yeah, Kara Zor-El. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yes. I only know Superman is Clark Kent. Yeah, no, his Kryptonian name is Kal-El. That's his actual birth his, name. Yeah, his first name was Kal-El. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have no idea. Don't know his original about, name. So. Not his, not, yeah, his original name. Yeah, his birth name, the one his parents gave him. Right, right. Well, his real parents, not his adoptive parents. <laughs> this All has right, been so Superman, uh, <laughs> Superman <yeah>. and us. <laughs> well, it falls under the banner. It's still comics. Yeah, it works. It works. <laughs> so, yeah, Superman comes in and she's like, I'm happy to see you. I'm going to quit being Supergirl and stuff because I can't help the people I want. It's a long conversation. Yeah, it's huge. It's like panel after panel after panel. And Superman's like, hold on, I know your your boyfriend or whatever's in a coma, but I got this machine from aliens that yeah. these empath aliens will let you dive into people's minds, and it works <laughs> on humans too. So, <laughs> you know, th that's why he can't be in the uh, canon because he can't keep this machine where he can go into people's <laughs> minds. <laughs> well, yeah, it's just. <laughs> 
So he's got this machine that goes into people's minds because they're going to go into Steve's mind to try to snap him out of the coma, essentially. They think he's trapped in the coma because he he can't get over it and he killed Ellen. He doesn't know that she's alive. Now, do you think Supergirl's skirt could get any shorter? Because she's going to get a draft laying on that thing. (laughs) They could give her a blanket at least. God. Uh, Maybe she's wearing shorts under there. I don't know. (laughs) She wears bloomers. (laughs) Whatever. So Superman said he's gonna go win, but Kara's like, no, I, he's my boyfriend. I gotta do it. I gotta do this. So she goes into the, into the machine. So here's my question about this machine: How is it directed? Can she just go into any person's dream anywhere? Can she accidentally fall into someone else's dreams? I mean, he says he can pinpoint the location. Okay, but it seems there, there's not a machine connected to Steve at this point. She's like. In Art- Antarctica, and he's in Chicago. It's an alien technology, and they can. Oh, oh okay. I'm. So- I. I'm sorry. I forgot. You, you're not. Yes, you're. You're trying to to make it this world, and it's not this world. It's alien technology. You're right. Uh, MPFs can just pinpoint specific <laughs> anywhere in the galaxy. Uh, apparently, uh, she she knows exactly the avoid what dreams and stuff she goes through. Yep, she's got it. All right. So she, we we're, we go into Steve's head part one because this happened. I was in the- I was muted and screaming at you guys because um, I had to cough and I didn't unmute myself. Um, you're not getting it. She is in Antarctica. In his mind, he's also in Antarctica. If you see, when you get to the next panel, that's why. No, that's not why. <laughs> Even closely. <laughs> I was screaming at it. I was on mute. I'm like, no, you don't understand. I'm like, what the hell's going on here? Uh, he looks like he's on a different planet. Yeah, he does. So he is. He we, has his mind. So we go into his mind and where we cut to Mad Max after the frozen apocalypse happened. Right. So I kind of skimmed over this part because I literally read this two months ago and just kind of skimmed over the comic going through. So I'm not sure. A lot lately. It's not important. So I'm not <laughs> sure why he's getting into this car and what the deal so, is. So they're short on get on fuel for their cars because it's Mad Max, just like you said. It really okay. is. And they're giving him the last bit of their gas so he can go get more gas for the tribe, basically. Okay, so yeah, it's his last hope. He's there to last hope. He's yeah. their last hope. And for some reason, he's bringing his sister with him in this ride. Yeah, because she knows about seatbelts, apparently. Oh, okay. Anyway, <laughs> apparently some marauders are watching this happen through a telescope, so I don't know how they know this is happening, but they're going to they're gonna stop this thing. Anyway, Steve gets in the car with Ellen, and she says, put on your seatbelt. He's like, I don't need a seatbelt. And then Supergirl's in the back, just appeared somehow. She says, yeah. you got you got to put on the seatbelt. And he's like, no. And then... And he's how not, come he's not like Supergirl? When did you get here? <laughs> well, it says that he actually just ignores her completely. He doesn't um, even acknowledge that Supergirl's there. Oh. Yeah. So I don't know if he hears her or doesn't see her or whatever. <laughs> anyway, he starts driving out, and apparently these marauders have plenty of gas because there's a lot of vehicles chasing them. <laughs> the, and it's, the way they made it sound, they wanted to get him to get that little bit of gas he's got in that car. But they're, yeah, they're, I mean, they got tanks some, and... But some know. of them are being pulled by dogs, so I guess. I guess. <laughs> Whatever. It's essentially a Mad Max scene. It really is. And, is. you know, it gets to a point where, you know, the bad guys catch up to him, they... Like, shake them off, but then, oh no, they they crash. Oh no, that's the bad guys, hold on. 
skimming down, skimming down. <laughs> okay, yeah. They, so they avoid the bad guys for a little while and cause them to crash and stuff, but uh-oh, one of the bad guys got a plow, apparently. Oh, that's a what you yeah, crash into with a plow. A plow tank. But oh no, he doesn't have his seatbelt on, so he hit his head, and the car crashes into the to a perfectly cut rectangle <laughs> on some ice. <laughs> perfect size of a car, rectangle with the ice. And the, so the car- in this, they have perfect tools to just cut that out. Yeah. Yes. Gas powered. Yes. <laughs> Chainsaws. <laughs> and... So they sink to the bottom, and but Supergirl s- saves them, pull them out, out of the out of the water. They get Steve back on to land, but oh no, he's unconscious. And in the real world, both him and Kara are getting worse because apparently, if Kara dies in this world, in the dream world, she dies in real life. Yeah, or gets stuck in his in his life. Uh, no, something about if he dies, she gets no. stuck there or something. It was weird. Yes, if he dies in real life, she can't return back to her body. Yeah, so she dies and she dies too. Essentially, yes, she dies. Her soul is lost forever. Yes, exactly. So then we cut over to part two of Inside Steve's Mind. Now we're in Indiana Jones. Yep. And he's looking for an artifact, I guess. Some dying guy tells him. To the sacred jewels. Yeah, like I said, some old guy's (laughs) dying and says, go find these jewels. Yep. And they get into this Jeep and for some reason out. Huh? He doesn't. Let me guess. He doesn't want to put a seatbelt on. We're not there yet. (laughs) Sorry, spoiler, sorry. (laughs) He's in the Jeep, and for some reason, Ellen and Supergirl are there. They just appear in this one, and they're driving over a Jeep, and Ellen's like, you have to put on your seatbelt, and he says, no, I'm not putting on my seatbelt, and Supergirl says, put on your seatbelt, and he says, no. But he hears her this time, right? He hears Supergirl this time, right? Yeah, Uh, so once she saves them from the water, now he recognizes her in the dreams. Gotcha. So they're driving along, and then there's a tiger and, like, hunters and stuff. Tiger attacks the car, and he throws a snake at it. <laughs> what the heck? I don't know. This it is says, crazy. Here, kitty, catch. Yeah. And I guess that takes care of the tiger, because we never see it again. Right. Me- meanwhile, the the hunter guys are up, dislodge a boulder onto them, which just barely misses them. you think and- after the boulder, he would have put his seatbelt on. <laughs> no, because this is a three-part lead-up. <laughs> and the big guy starts ch- chasing him in this giant truck, and oh no, the truck hits them! Oh, hits hits the Jeep, and Steve goes flying out of the truck and hits his head on the rock. Hits his head on the rock as Supergirl catches him, and in the real world, both Supergirl and Steve are getting even worse, and the doctor says, uh, we had two setbacks in this hour, it's not looking good. We can only hope. So, it's not going well for our heroes. In part three, now we're in the t- Detective Noir story. Dick Tracy. That works, too. Dick Tracy. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I thought of. And, you know, attractive secretary woman comes in and says, do this thing and take your gun with you. And so he goes in and gets the car. And for some reason, Supergirl and Ellen are there and says, put on your seatbelt. <laughs> and this time he's like, fine, I'll put on my seatbelt. Oh, I did it. See, it didn't take much, but guess what? I don't think Supergirl has hers on in the back seat. <laughs> there's, there's no, no seatbelts in the back there's seat. No back there's seat no back seat. Yeah, there's probably not any seatbelt in the back seat. Well, and now there's over the shoulder belts here. Oh, yeah. Oh, so I guess there was over the shoulder belts here. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe that particular car just didn't have it. Maybe the passenger does. Oh, she does too. Yeah, she does. Yep. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. 
<laughs> because this bad guy he drives out of nowhere and it gets into a bit of a you know yeah he drives wait he cuts him off here right yeah and then he guess he drives down the street right he goes around the block I think and then boom and goes around the block and then he crashes into him but this time they have the seatbelt on so everything's fine and and in the real world Steve wakes up and sees Ellen alive and then an the fortress car also wakes up and Superman's like, you did it! Yeah, they're and then all we c- Everybody's hugging. And then we cut to a few weeks later, and you know, Supergirl and, her, and as Linda is like, hey, we can go on that date. We can reschedule the date. And he's like, cool. And But she says, we're still gonna do it later, though. <laughs> I can't do it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go be Supergirl. <laughs> and then she flies off, and that's the end. And the if peak. you noticed, he has a seatbelt on, by the way. No, yeah, he wears his seatbelt now. Because, you know, we have to get the message across. Yeah. But that was Supergirl's PSA. It was yeah. interesting. Weird. Weird the way they tried to tell the story with the three different um, stories. and Yeah. Yeah, they had to really drive it home the different ways he can die without his seatbelt yeah. on. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't the worst one we've read. No, no. There's nothing's going to beat that first one. I mean, but like, I just pure storytelling wise, it was a full story, so. Yeah, yeah. It went through, I mean, but you hate those ones where it's a dream. Yeah, but this wasn't, this was different. <laughs> well, it was a dream, but then there was also a real person in the dream, so it made it more. Yeah, like they, it, the purpose was the dream, you know? There wasn't just right. like, it wasn't a dream. It was just you now going into someone's consciousness. It's a different kind of story. Anyway, anything else about the story before we move on? <laughs> I didn't know if we were moving on. <laughs> oh, we're moving on. <laughs> 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 well then, buckle in because we got another hour <laughs> worth of stuff to go through. Yes. Yeah, but what did you guys think of the story? Story's okay. It wasn't. I mean, it wasn't it terrible. Was, it was just crazy the way they put it across to me. It was readable, but I think it was just they they had they like they were grasping to put more pages in the book because some of it was just unnecessary. They, they could have easily had his dream go with one crash and then one where he. Didn't have, where he did have it on, and then be done. But well, there is a rule of threes in stories too. So right, I get it. I get it. All right, all right. So now we get to the second half of this book, which <laughs> is a mixture of tests and, and facts and all yes, kind indeed. of stuff. Like no so, kid went through all this crap. I'll tell you that right now. The kids are like, <laughs> I am not. I'm done. Well, unless, unless they're in class and they have. I was to. about to say maybe a teacher is. They teachers yeah. gave it up and said, "Here's your homework." Right. Because if not, I'm not doing all this. Because <laughs> there's like one, two, three, four, five, and I just clicked off of it. That's how many pages are. There's at least five pages. Yeah, five <laughs> pages of tests. <laughs> well. The first one is Unmaking the Myths. In the story, Steve had several wrong ideas about safety belts and his chances of being in a serious accident. Many people share his belief in these myths. Do you? Find out by answering the questions below. Your teacher has the correct answers. (laughs) But it's weird because it's all questions and then they want you to guess percentages. You're not going to know exactly unless they're, you know, why would you know that these percentages? Right. So like this, there's 10 multiple choice questions and they don't give you the answers in this comic. No. And, and I couldn't, I didn't even bother trying to look them up because these are statistics from 1984. Well, I was, I actually went and I was going to like do them all. And I did the first two questions. I'm like, how the hell am I going to know the percentage of this stuff? Unless I studied it somewhere, you know? Yeah. 
I don't know. It was this one is a little ridiculous. So, like yeah. I said, unless it was like a class, maybe a driver's right. ed class or something. Right. I don't know. Lumpy Bruce probably skipped over it, didn't you? I mean, I looked through it, but I did not read any of it. <laughs> I read some of it, and then I realized that, like, there's no way for me to know these answers. But yeah, that one's just a multiple choice test. Yeah. Then we get, like, a worksheet about what happens in a crest and how fast you go. Yeah, but you have to know how many seconds it would take for for each thing, and, like, there's no, there's no answers for that over here. Yeah, I don't. There, I guess you're supposed to look it up. Yeah, I guess you're, well, pre- not back then. How would you look it up? You would have had to have a study sheet or something. Yeah, I'm, I'm, they probably handed out other things with these, is what I'm assuming. Right. right. But, like, I just looked at the illustrations on this one, and it shows what happens if you crash without a seatbelt, and when you do, you know, it's like... I did like the, the first and second collision. The first collision is when the car hits, and the second collision is when you go through the drive, because you're still moving at the speed of the car. Yes. And the car so is you stopped, something. so you just keep going at whatever your speed you're doing. You actually learn something. Yeah, it was kind of cool, but if the seatbelt, <laughs> it slows you down to the speed of the car before. Right. Right, you decelerate with the with the vehicle. Yeah. I mean, you still slam into that seatbelt. I know a lot of people who have broken, like, collarbones and stuff on the seatbelt, but... Right. Yeah, I know some people, too. Yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the third page is how strong you are, and this is about G-Force, and this is a math quiz. Yeah, come on. I this is you- actually one of the pages I looked at, and I was like, how the hell am I going to know that? I can't. Right. I don't even know how you'd figure it out. I'm- it tells you in the first paragraph. Yeah, it tells you how yeah, to figure it out. Your body weight plus the Gs. Yeah. Anyway, I it's... Like- it, uh, God. I like the example they give you at the bottom. A 15-pound yeah, baby. 15-pound <laughs> 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 <pound> baby <laughs> in a crash can develop a force of 900 pounds. Yeah, a 15-pound baby doing 35 miles an hour can develop a force of 900 pounds. So this is pretty much telling you, no matter how strong you think you are, you'll never be able to brace enough to stop the crash from getting injured. Right. Well, this is saying a 35-mile-an-hour crash, you're actually at 60 Gs. But it says an astronaut during launch is only at 11 Gs. How is that possible? Uh, during, well, vertical to horizontal, too, first of all, I think. Yeah, but it's only 35 miles an hour. How fast are they going on a launch? Oh, they have to be going a thousand times that. (laughs) Right, you would think, right? But they're saying they're only 11 Gs, but you, oh, I guess the crash itself. Is 60 Gs. Oh, yeah, that's probably, you're probably right. It's probably the crash itself causing, wow. yeah. Okay, the force of that impact actually right. is the Gs that you're, okay. Yeah, there you go. Answered your own question. But yeah, they have equations for uh, panic breaking, so don't panic break, space launch and 35 miles per hour crash. And then we get to a what would you do situation. <laughs> what would you do in a situation and there's there's four questions. The first one is essentially this, the first one. The first one I can't tell you as a kid how many times it was like, well, there's eleven of us. I guess you're getting on everybody's laps. Yeah, that's what that's the question. If there's more people, <laughs> if you have more people than there are seatbelts, do you do you let that happen? A- at and I'm least like once a week. At least I'm like, once a week. And I'm like yes. <laughs> well, I, I mean, probably not now. 
But as a kid, man, oh, they were always like, oh, bring all your friends. Everybody get on everybody's lap. I don't know. If we're all, if we're all, if I'm out with a friends and where there's like a lot of us and we're call, carpooling, we're squeezing into that car. That's I was going to say, true. when I was in high school, we got in the car. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. There, was, there were 10 of us in the car. I remember crawling around in the back of a station wagon, just in the back part where no seats are. Hell, I, ro- I rode in the trunk. I rode on the yeah. roof. I rode yeah, so, on the roof. We used to do, uh, at the campground, we used to do surfing, like, uh, team walk <laughs> on the roof of the, of the van. Yeah, Hell, yeah, so, not good. When we, Don't do that. We, had, we had to go to Philly one time for a class in Philly, and work, we squeezed, like, seven to eight people in a car. This is at work, so... We had a, a, a older guy who had a pickup truck who put hay bales in the back of his pickup truck and took us on I-95 in Philadelphia doing like 60, sitting on hay bales in the back of his pickup truck. We actually laid down on the floor because it was so cold driving around on 95. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, second question. If your dad doesn't want to put it in his belt, do you argue with him or just let him do what he wants to do? It depends. Is he slappy dad? Is he one of them dads who wants to give you? A crack I don't know. Is it is it is it Lumpy's dad? <laughs> <laughs> is it a backhand across the mouth if you say something? Then probably you're not going to risk that argument. Yeah, is it yeah, Lumpy's but- dad? Do you want to fight with him for an hour about? <laughs> right. Yeah, that's the problem. I'm not arguing with him for an hour so he can lecture me on why it's okay for him to not do it. So no, I'm not. <laughs> he can do whatever he wants to. <laughs> And then there's the classic one. If someone's having a drink at a party and you let them drink and drive. Again, as a teenager, probably. Now, I won't even get in the car at all. One one beer. I ask. I'm like, do we need to go anywhere? Because I'm going to have one beer. That's what I do now. (laughs) Yep. I'm the same though. Like, I just don't, I don't even bother to risk it. Like, if I'm going to have a drink, then I'm just not driving. Yeah. Well, it's just so dumb because all it takes is one dummy to step out in front of you in the car. And now you're going to jail for, like, murder. And I'm not. Right. You're not, not you're not drunk. But (laughs) if you had a drink, you're screwed. Right. It's, it's not worth it. It's just not. I don't really drink, so it was never really an issue for me. So. Honestly, (laughs) I I don't either. I used to. I don't anymore. And then the last one. I'm, I'm not weighing in on this one, so go ahead. No, you were drunk. <laughs> you, were, you were drunk like two weeks ago. We know. <laughs> the last one is a bit convoluted. You have to be a, a doctor. Yeah, you have to. This, this woman is babysitting a kid. She has a doctor's appointment. But yeah, she has a doctor's appointment. And I guess the. I'm just going to read it because I. Your neighbor has asked you to. Your neighbor has asked you to do a favor for her while you're babysitting for her child. Her child, okay. You have to be at a doctor by five. What's more, you don't have an infant seat in your car. Your neighbor took her seat with her. Why would she take the infant seat with her? And the trip of to her sister's is a 20-minute ride. Do you take the baby with you anyway or stay with the baby and miss your appointment until your neighbor returns? I'm not going to answer. I, I, I stay with the baby until the until the neighbor returns, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I just don't. Yeah, you do. Like... I mean, yeah, I mean, if well, it's at a- this point, you throw a text message out there. Can anybody drop me a baby seat off? <laughs> well, there is a C for other, <laughs> so you can't do that. Right. Yeah, I throw a group text message out. That can, does anybody have a baby seat they can drop to me so I can take this kid to the doctor? Or can someone come take this kid so I can go to the doctor? Right. Oh, you have a doctor? I thought they were taking the kid to the doctor's appointment. No, you have a doctor's appointment, not well, the kid. Why are you babysitting if you have the kid? <laughs> 
Why do babies yeah, know when you have a doctor's appointment? You just well, maybe miss your it, doctor's appointment. Yeah. Maybe maybe it was a last minute thing, and I don't know. Anyway, on to the last little worksheet we have. What are your risks? And then you have to give yourself points based on what you do. What so, the, what does this have to do with? Well, let's read it now. Ah, uh, I see it. I see it. What are your so chances of getting health problems? Yes, yeah, sure. Sometimes we risk for we face risks for which we have no control. Some accidents or illness can occur no matter how careful we are, but there are plenty of factors within your control that may increase your chances of living a healthy life. And then you have to take this survey. First one's about cigarette smoking, <laughs> which you two probably failed. It's okay. I don't smoke at all. Me Bam. neither. <laughs> <laughs> Second one's about alcohol and drugs, which Uncle Chris failed. What is the the middle one? Oh, sometimes I get I get a yeah I probably get a two or a four on that one. <laughs> Eating habits we all fail. Physical I eat fitness. a variety of foods every day. Big variety, huge. Variety, I eat so. I eat a huge variety of them, and that's why I am what I am. <laughs> uh oh, physical fitness and exercise. Skip it. Skip it. Don't even look at it. All right, we're gonna skip it. We have. Can, we are doing a comic book podcast. We're gonna just assume that we're not f- doing any physical fitness or exercise. Okay? There's no physical fitness or exercise here. Uh, stress control. I'm gonna fail that one too. <laughs> the first question is: You have a job. You do. You have a job, or do other work you enjoy? So I don't even know what that means. No, you, uh, you enjoy your job. <laughs> <laughs> right, or do other work you enjoy. Or, like, you don't have a job, but you do other work? I don't know. Or maybe you have a job, but you do something else that you enjoy, so you're controlling okay. your stress factors. Yeah, I'm going to get a two on that one. <laughs> and then the last the last one is safety. Do you wear your seatbelt while driving? Do you avoid driving while drunk and stuff? Do you obey traffic rules? I don't know. Do you drive the speed what? limit? <laughs> What's the last one? I avoid, avoid. Smoking and smoking in bed. <laughs> I what do. The hell? Well, if, if you said you didn't smoke, then you wouldn't have that problem at all. Well, then you put zero. You put a two on that one. Yeah. Isn't I this a kid's smoking comic? in bed? Yeah, this kid shouldn't be smoking in bed either. What teenagers smoke? Yeah, you're right. Somebody was smoking with this comic book because the last cover's got like burn marks on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were in bed reading this with their cigarette. And then we, and then the last page is seatbelts, a simple fact of life, and it's just like a poster of Supergirl flying over a bunch of cars, and it says Honda America Motor Company Inc. at the bottom. Everybody the in the cars and have their seatbelts on too. You know that? No, I didn't look. Yeah, I did. There's also a kid <laughs> in the car seat in the front seat. She got to her doctor's appointment, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> just strapped her ass in. <laughs> All right, and that was Supergirl and seatbelts. Yeah. Are we done with that? I don't know. Are we done? Is there anything else to say? I know. I couldn't figure out seatbelts for the longest time, but then it just clicked. Oh, God. 